Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we have Roman Reigns' big return, Dave Batista's big return, and most importantly, Kevin Owens' <laughs> big return. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. I've had that one. Yeah, I've had that one that. in the pocket for a while. <laughs> Ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Jobbert Kraft. And to my right, not as always, we have Murray, the Murray Man Murray. What's going on, Murray? Oh, you know, I'm great, and you know what's even... He's having a heart attack from yeah, that I know. one. Well, he's old. It That's happens right. a lot. I- I'm doing great, but you know what's even greater than feeling great? Yes. We're live on social media right live now. Live on social media. Tell the people what we're live on. We're live on Facebook. Yeah. Oh Band from Band from Ringside Podcast. YouTube Band from Ringside po- Side Podcast. Twitter and Instagram BFR Pod. Now this podcast is not live, but what Murray's trying to tell you is that next week. On Thursday night at six o'clock, you can find us live on those very. Well, we're live right venues. now too. Well, we all we just are live. Not, you'll actually get to listen to the podcast later. Yes, with just the podcast. But right now, we're live on all our social medias. And to his right, uh, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Man, <laughs> good one, Vice. So I was to pull down the good <laughs> book of the Band from Ringside podcast. Volume 97, chapter 3, verse 14 of the Good Smart Sayeth. Hashtag Boo the Heels. It is all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I love you. Thanks for sticking with your boy this week. Um, I'm just, I'm in a good mood, man. I'm in a good spot. You know, your boy's happy. Lots of wrestling to talk about. We're coming at you from the icy, mm. cold mm. St. Louis, Missouri in Shock City Studios, the exquisite Shock City Studios. We got Sam the Muller Mall turning the knobs tonight. That's the perfect uh, in the house. There is a ton of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, I didn't watch uh, all the WWE programming, and Jason's been shitting on it for the last <laughs> year and a half. So it's kind of funny that I didn't wasn't able to watch it live, and Jason said to me tonight when I said, you know, I wasn't able to watch it live, he said, man, you missed some good shows. So that tells you that we have some stuff to talk about before we get too far into it we miss you two beer zach two beer zach is in iceland Mm. right now on vacation with his friends and loved ones and his wife and we wish him the best uh when you listen to this zach it's um so nice that i'm gonna get a little bit more time to talk on the mic tonight without having you here tell bjork i said what's up no i was being serious it's it's nicer to be able to talk a little bit more with one I, less I person left here. The room. You know that, right? No. Okay. Uh, we, uh, before we get too far into, we got to talk about that day one ish sponsor, that Soul Taco, that Korean Mexican fusion food that you never knew that you needed, but once you have it, you only need it more. They got the best spicy pork burritos, steak burritos, uh, chicken tacos, everything that you want. They got those kimchi fries. Which uh, are fire. (laughs) They got places in the UC Loop, two food trucks driving around St. Louis, Missouri, a place in Champaign, Illinois, two places in Chicago, Illinois, Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri. Go get yourself some sold taco, guys. It is the best. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. JJ Twigs Pizza on Southampton. I was thinking before I came in here, I guess I didn't go to J.J. Twigs this week, but then I forgot. No, me and Vice went there last Saturday (laughs) before we went to the Eric Bischoff show at Off-Broadway that Band from Ringside was the sponsor of, and everybody who came out to Off-Broadway on Saturday, was it was so much fun, man. Conrad and Eric Bischoff did such a great job. They basically did a Q&A for like two and a half hours. It went a little late because they couldn't stop answering questions. They were very gregarious with their answers. It was a ton of fun. Bischoff was awesome. They looked like they had a blast, too. Yeah, they, they I were think having so. A blast up I there. think so. And for everybody that came out there, there was probably about 200, 250 people there. Nice. Uh, yours truly was on stage. I got to introduce Nathan Orton, who was... Hilarious. Hilarious. Yes, he was great. Hilarious. It, it really was a great time. We're sorry you missed it. If you didn't go, if you did go, you know how much fun it was. 
And uh, next time they come through, you guys got to hit us up because it's going to be awesome. So without further ado, let's get to our three count. JCB. He's back. The big dog. And I'm not being sarcastic about it. All bullshit aside, let's just cut to the chase. Roman Reigns is back in the WWE cancer and remission, leukemia and remission. So obviously that is the biggest point, point number one. Point number two, coming back from this, they set up a angle where a save had to be made on Dean Ambrose after Elias, Bobby Lashley, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin proceed to jump on the poor Dean man's Ambrose. League of Nations. Yeah, we. Can, I still can't think of who the fourth person is from the League of Nations. I, I, it'll come to me once I stop thinking about poor it. Man, um, man. Yeah, right. Um, the Shield temporarily uh, gets back together while with Roman and Seth making the save on Dean. No hug, no fist pound or whatever, but you can kind of see that the they did not do the, They did not do the three-man fist pound with Dean Ambrose. They didn't even do a two-man. So it's... The seeds are planted. They, they did do the two-man when uh, Roman got done with his promo. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so... They're kind of they're trying to pretend that Dean the Dean Ambrose heel turn never happened, <laughs> which it, it's neither near here nor there. I mean that's that's classic WWE. This week WWE kind of got off of that classic part. We can get into that at a later point. I guess the the two biggest things coming from Roman announcing his return. Number one, obviously, his health being where it is. He looked they, a little thin, but. He still looked. Thank God good he's to healthy. Go. Yeah, yes, he I did mean, look healthy. And WWE goes on without Roman Reigns. It's better with Roman Reigns in it, whether you like him or not. Roman Reigns with the WWE makes it a better product. So now that he's back, where do we go from here? Baron Corbin is an obvious choice because Baron Corbin ran him down after the fact of him uh, relinquishing the title. Easy transition there. You can go Drew McIntyre if you want to. I don't think that works because whoever he whoever he faces, whether it's at fast lane in a singles match or it's a tag match with Seth, and that's dependent on Seth's health, whoever he faces, he's going to go over. So let's just get that out the way. The WrestleMania portion of the program I think is what we're really trying to figure out is he going to go in and say hey Seth you know I dropped the belt I gave you the chance when you dropped the belt now you need to give me that same chance are they going to set up a number one contenders match nobody, is this going to be a triple threat nobody deserves a number one contendership more than the guy who dropped the belt due to a due to an injury and when I say injury <laughs> excuse me when I when I say when I say injury <laughs> I'm talking about cancer he dropped it due to cancer and when he comes back in remission he should get another number 1 contendership shot, shot right Murray? So, so how long does it take uh, I think we're talking about extreme rules after WrestleMania is when he's yeah, the first uh, pay-per-view back. That that's my guess, but uh okay. there's a lot of stuff to come before that. We have 6 weeks left of WrestleMania. What do you think, Murray? Uh I I like it. I personally want to see him and I don't know how they exactly would do it and I mentioned it on Twitter earlier like I want to see him be hamming this up with the crowd because they love him so much when he came. the crowd was crazy when he showed up right. crazy more than they've ever been for him ever even when they liked him i want him to flip it on him at, at mania or wherever along the way and no you you can't you're not allowed to just start now you Fickle. love me because i got sick Fickle. no <laughs> no and then he actually would get natural heat Instead of just being Nickelback of pro wrestling right now. So you now, want him to turn heel. I absolutely wanted to flip it. Otherwise, if Who's he turning heel on? The Shield. Or, or Seth. you know, Seth. Seth. I mean, Dean, Dean's whatever. gone. Yeah. Dean's gone in April, Yeah, right? exactly. So it would be Seth at this point, and that'll lead to wherever, but it would start with Seth. Because um, then that would, you know, with the championship thing going to Mania with Seth, if Seth wins or loses, I mean, maybe Roan's... Uh, Roman Reigns keeps him from winning the title at Mania. So uh, we put it up earlier on BFR Pod at BFR Pod on Twitter. What's the most likely scenario for Roman at WrestleMania? Is it 
He helps Seth win the belt. He turns on Seth. He has uh, a totally different match, or it's a triple threat at WrestleMania. And it's there's still a bunch of hours to go. Follow us on BFR at BFR Pod on in, our, on Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter. But it seems to be pretty even between he helps Seth win the title or he fights a completely different match. I voted completely different match, but then I commented with, I hope he turns heel. So I, I'm going with what I think they'll logically do, not with what I think they'll, you know. I think the, I think the coolest thing to do would be for him to turn heel. Uh, I don't think it will happen because, so A, they don't tend to do stuff like that at WrestleMania. They do stuff like that on... That's why they need to. I'm going to disagree with that. What's the last big heel turn at WrestleMania? Stone Cold on The Rock? Okay, how long, long ago was that? Ago. You, hey, look. I said, when's the last big turn at WrestleMania? <sighs> Stone Cold on The Rock. Yeah, I know. That was WrestleMania <laughs> 16 or some shit. No, okay. it was not that long ago, but... Whatever, go ahead. Yes, it was. Uh, the second, the second one being um, not wrestling at all, which wasn't an option on our thing, is probably the best thing. I think I agree with what Murray says. Let the crowd just love him for a while. I don't think this will cool him down. I think this will actually build people up to l- the him getting in. I wish they wouldn't have had him come in and give a bunch of Superman punches I was, that's, I this so week. Agree with that. I agree with that, too. Yeah, I was really hoping wait, just Make don't... us wait for that. Yes! Yeah. Like, get, ease the brakes on yeah, that. Like, and, I, and I understand he is, I mean, from Vince's perspective, he is the dude. He's the guy. So... He wants to put him back into action as soon as possible, but Vince seems to have, and we'll get into this later, but Vince seems to have patience on a lot of other guys that uh, he's that he's not um, exercising with Roman, should I say. Okay, because that's that's the man. That's his meal ticket. That's the crown jewel, but it's for lack not, of a better term. But it's really the, not the his meal ticket. I mean, Vince is a fucking billionaire. He's getting. He's got a. Okay. He's got a thing we, with the Saudi Arabian can prince. Can we not agree that Roman Reigns is the face of the WWE? Yes or no? He's one of the faces. No, he is the <laughs> face. No, if you had to pick one face, he's the face of the WWE. Okay, yes. now that said, it's not John Cena anymore. It's Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Yes. Now that, that said. You can't necessarily blame Vince for really getting a little too excited for getting Roman Reigns back into the mix. No, I agree. Okay, I... You, you're already on this wave of emotion, so we can ride it for a little bit. The booking, like I always say, is going to be crucial here because you can't go too far too fast. Have a match at Fastlane. I would like to think it would be a tag team match. Ease Roman back into the spot. And then if you want to do a WrestleMania match, have your separate WrestleMania match. He should, if Seth is going to go over, and this is still an if, because now Roman Reigns is back, all all bets are off. They really are. If Seth is is supposed to go over, in my opinion, the way I would book it, is Seth does it solo. Roman Reigns ain't anywhere near this picture. Because if Roman Reigns is near this picture, people are going to say that Seth got over because Roman Reigns was there. If you want to do it the right way and do it that way, fine. Roman Reigns is gone. If you put him in a triple threat, that's where I think you might start getting backlash. Because those who don't like Roman Reigns will have the same argument that those that don't like Charlotte have. Now you shoot horn him in. Unless... Unless he wins a match. Unless Seth pins Roman and in, the, not, in the triple threat match and keeps. They um, could I don't do think that. Gonna go that. I don't think they're going to do that again. I don't think they would. Not, But, I mean, if you went in as a straight triple threat match instead of having somebody cashing in, which for my money is still Seth cashing in during the Roman and Brock it's, match. It's still one of the best to this day, moments. it's my favorite WrestleMania mo- moment of all time. I don't have a problem with that. No problem with that. It was, it but was an epic fucking cash. It would, it would, it would be fun to have Seth pin Roman again. 
It would be. Fun. It would establish some some much needed dominance for him again. But you also know, that's not what they a ready made story. Also, a ready made storyline, and then nobody has to pin Brock, and you can pin you can bring Brock back at any time. You know, like I, I'm not one of these people that wants Brock to retire. I want Brock to be around forever, and too. I want Brock to stay very strong. We're getting way ahead of ourselves true, here. True, true, we got true, so many yeah, weeks true, left. Dear, true, uh, true. Bottom line, we got a bunch of stuff to talk Real about tonight, but it's nice to have Roman back. Yeah, I'm I glad he, I'm glad he's healthy, and I shun all you edgelords out there on Twitter Uh-oh. who are trying to say that this Uh-oh. is some sort of work. Like, Uh-oh. fuck off, everybody. If this turned out to be a work, it would be the biggest scandal in WWE history. Like if they took advantage at this of, point in history, yeah. If they took advantage of everybody's goodwill at this time to lie about leukemia, so stay away, ed- Edge Lords, grow the fuck up. The guy, I, I mean, I hope to God the guy really had cancer. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't, oh, man, that, this shit is going. You to know, go that's south. such a nice way of of saying that sentence. I know. Thank that's you. that's the genius thank way to well, get that I, out. I, I was an English major, and uh, <laughs> without further ado, Sometimes we'll get to tell. our two counts. Murray, man, what you got? So we had Ric Flair's seventieth birthday party on Raw. <laughs> and uh, you know, all the stars came out. There was a lot of video packages uh, from. There was Snoop Dogg. Uh, uh, Steamboat. Steamboat, Michaels, Angle were Johnny all, out, were all yep. out in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sting. Sting. Oh, yeah. Your favorite? Yes. Steve Borden. And he yeah, sat, still he, alive. Sting yeah. sat there for a second at the top of the uh, entrance and, and messed with Bobby Roode there for an extra he also, long time. He also talked to Noe Jose for a little bit. And didn't look at... Uh, Seth Rollins wants. Well, so, I, I think that Sting and Bobby Roode are probably buddies back from TNA. Stuff. Oh, of course. That's oh, yeah, what I sure. figured for it sure. was. For so sure. anyway, so, you know, the, the parties and then throughout the night, they were peppering in this whole, you know, 70th birthday celebration and everything's going good. We're all kind of sitting pretty waiting for the man to come out. And all of a sudden, which man are we talking about? We're talking about Ric Flair. I was waiting for the other man to come out. Oh, uh, well, OK, so good point. So I think most people myself, I, I, I was, was hoping I was hoping they wouldn't do it. No, I, I would totally was expecting Becky Lynch to come I, out, but I I figured How she broke they, out of the Atlanta jail is something that's different. She beat up the but, guards and broke the, yeah, the bars and everything, and yeah, was going to come out and beat up Ric Flair. <laughs> but I also didn't know if they were going to inject that story into this. I just I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. But lo- to my surprise, and what actually it I popped so fucking hard it was ridiculous. Batista pops up, and he's legitimately. Like roided up, it not roided up literally, but he's just amped. Shuts a door. Happens to be Ric Flair's. Uh, well, he dragged the cameraman yeah, yeah, over to over to the door, and Which then was the, awesome. and then and then the the POV switched from the cameraman, and then he went into the door. You heard some loud bangs, and then he dragged Flair out. And it was actually a great. They they cut that segment really well at the end. It I was thought so. Flawless. I, thought, I thought so too. And he's he's yelling at Triple H. Do I have your attention now? <laughs> Ah! or whatever he did that like really out of nowhere like screamy and and it was and then everybody comes and checks out rick flair but and that was kind of it and, and it was probably one of the best need. endings of raw in years in my opinion so i'll say that i didn't watch this live because i went to dr dog uh in town the other night so i came home and i was brushing my teeth and i was reading what happened on raw and i saw that batista came and i was like Oh shit, seriously? Because that's such a swerve and that's such a and like I said I wasn't watching it live, but I confirmed it with Jason that Jason felt swerved. You oh, said you felt did. swerved. I definitely did. Cuz everybody thought that this was going to be a Becky Lynch thing. In fact, I don't even think Charlotte mentioned it. She and, did, and I was going to bring that up. She didn't mention it. The next night when she got her promo on SmackDown. By the way, my dad Bye just ya. got his ass beat, but nope. you know, no big deal. No big deal. Bye, Batista, which Woo. which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. They'll, but, they'll keep it separate for uh, now. Be, but having Batista, nobody expected Batista to ruin that thing. Not to Flair. Like I didn't think he if he was going to come back after Triple H, but he like wouldn't you, have used Flair to like do it. Like, like you yeah. said, like you said <laughs> right. with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. And having all the all the. Classic wrestlers all cut their promos about happy birthday right. somebody throughout the whole Raw. And then to have Batista say, Ruined do I it. have your attention? That's a hell of an angle. Yeah, it was awesome. That's a hell of a swerve. 
before this, when they were doing their thing at uh, the Evolution reunion. It was like, it was, I think it was SmackDown's it was 20th, Smackdown. 20th anniversary or yeah, something. Yeah, and, and I, I was like, cool, it's cool to see Batista back. It's cool to kind of see him hint at, at maybe wanting something with Triple H. But I think it stayed in the back of most people's minds and nobody really thought about it too much. I didn't expect it to unfold this way. At that point, I was only excited for Batista, not that match. Now, I'm kind I, of intrigued like, to see that match. Jason, were you are you surprised that it looks like they're going into this match with Batista as the heel and Triple H as the babyface? Kind of because it's... And this is just my perspective on it. It's kind of root, hard to root for Triple H as a face. I agree. Because throughout the annals of WWE history, he's always been a heel. Yeah, he switches from week to week now, too. Like, Yeah, I mean, Vince is now sometimes come back. Sometimes he's pro-Becky, sometimes he's yeah, anti-Becky. Vince has come back as, you know, the Vince McMahon we all know and hate. Oh, we got that coming up. You know, but it's just, for me, it's hard to envision Triple H in a mode of being a face unless you do something like this to inv- not invest but in- invoke that sympathy card <laughs> Ric Flair is yeah. Triple H's idol now you have the guy that you haven't beat in a singles match to somebody that was a stable mate of yours beat down your idol drag him out and ask you do I have your attention fuck yeah you got my attention on his he birthday had my, yeah he had my attention at so- that point Looking ahead to WrestleMania, because that's what... That's the WrestleMania match. Oh, well, yeah. What we as res- what wrestling fans do is that we look totally ahead. Totally. And what we should have seen coming when it was Triple H versus Sting was everybody getting involved from the old days, right. which was uh, Hogan, who came out and did everything. and NWO versus uh, yeah, you, DX. You guys remember that shit-ass WrestleMania match that happened between Sting and Triple H, where Triple H actually went over. Yeah. So... <laughs> When you look ahead to, I still don't get that. Uh, when you look ahead does. to Batista versus Triple H, Randy Orton and Flair have to be involved, right? Like this is an evolution match, basically, Flair right? Flair for sure. I mean, Flair Orton for sure, maybe. Yeah. Orton, I think they could they could bring it, it up from here on through. Is but. Orton? Are they going to extend Orton and AJ towards WrestleMania? Because obviously, from SmackDown. They've crossed paths now twice in back-to-back weeks, so we're teasing it. I don't think you can extend it past fast lane. Well, Andy's pushing kind of Orton's kind of pushing heel anyways in that match. So would they have him go heel against AJ and then flip again to help Ric Flair? Like how? Yeah, they know? would. It's WrestleMania. Yeah, like they just, oh, wanted, they just want, they just want to put the stars. Yeah. They, they just want to put the stars out there. I don't know, man. I really don't know. I think because of the chaos with that Sting match, maybe they'll actually just let those two have no way. Not 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 saying there won't be interference, but I don't know that I it'll. Mess- this, I could see that being a total schmoz match. Flair has to be involved. Oh in that yeah, match, no right? question. Now the if four Randy horsemen Orton- are coming back, and the all so eight we, of the we four horsewomen in the door. Yep, and <laughs> all four Shit. horsewomen, and and or all eight, and <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, yeah, I know how many horsewomen are there? There's tons now. There's four. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, and then we'll bring on. You got the Trash Man from the nineties. Jesus Christ. You got Dasher and Dancer. Yeah. And the Dancer rest of the Spirit Dixon. Dixon, Rest yeah. of the Spirit Squad. <laughs> including Dolph. Guys, there's tons to talk about. We gotta get <laughs> to our this. three counts. I railed it off there. So here we go, guys. I this thought is about what you. I really wanted I to talk about. I can't believe you didn't see this. I I'm didn't see real. it live. I you know, I live a the life. First I don't segment. have it. I don't, I, you know, I don't have all my time to devote to wrestling. <laughs> the sometimes. first segment. You act like this was the last segment. It was the first segment. So, you still haven't seen it. Sometimes, I'm so sometimes I'm doing other things mm-hmm. besides watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead, Stephanie and Shane <laughs> have Daniel Bryan, who sits in the ring and doesn't say a goddamn thing in he the entire segment. That says something to his charisma, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. That he sits there and didn't say anything. He's a heel machine. Or he's a heel they machine, bring man. out Kofi, and they laid it on so thick that it should have been so obvious that they were bringing out something else. But at the beginning of SmackDown, Stephanie and Shane talk about how deserving Kofi is of this title shot that he's about the, to get. What was the line that they use? Is 11 year, oh shit. It was like 11 year meteoric rise or some nonsense. I was like, 11 year? That's not a meteoric rise. It's not a meteoric rise. It is a, 
it's slow a, burn it's, it's best. A, it's an asteroid gravitating around <laughs> some shit. It's what it is. But they talked Word. about uh, they talk about how great Kofi was, and they showed a bunch of his great moments from Royal Rumble, and they showed uh, highlights from the last couple matches and everything. And they said Kofi signed it, and then when Kofi's getting ready to sign it, Vince McMahon's music hits, and it's like, hey, Kofi. Just fucking sign it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just fucking say, sign it. He can't void it at that point. So Vince comes out and he says, you're not best for business. I need the biggest box office I can get. And this is the guy. And he plays Kevin Owens' music, comes out. And Kevin Owens is my dude. Kevin Owens comes out and seems seems a little reluctant, right? He doesn't seem that hyped for it. He knows that he took somebody's spot who wasn't supposed to have it, right? Uh, Biggie and Xavier are all pissed off. Kevin Owens signs the contract. Kevin Owens goes backstage and then the very next segment and says, I want, I know that Kofi deserves this as much as I do. So put me and him against Rowan and Daniel Bryan in the, in the main event tonight. So Kevin Owens looks like he's been a baby face for the last few weeks with his videos coming back. He came back, put in a match by the guy that he headbutted and got and drew real blood last time he saw him. But of course, Vince is doing just what's best, best for, for business. business. What do you think about Kevin Owens' return? I, once again, and this is coming from the guy that regularly bashes WWE. I didn't see it coming, and that's the best type of swerve. Kevin Owens, I didn't expect to see coming at least more towards WrestleMania. Now, that being said... I mean, we're on the road to WrestleMania, though. I mean, we're six weeks away. Okay, on but... Fast lane. Yeah, I was about to say, but this is double knee yeah, surgery. Yeah, on the And... Good point. I would, I would like to think... Yeah, that was a nice little segue. Thanks. Um, I would like to think that they were take their time with KO, but if KO's ready, then so be it. If you want to use him this way, I have no problem with it. Like I said, I was, I saw it. If I didn't, even though I saw the spoiler, I was still kind of like, man, damn, this, and this is the first segment I expected to be towards the end. So I'm like, damn, this is the way this shit's starting off. So, okay, you bring KO in. So you basically go back to what I said last week, how we're getting ready to, to fuck Kofi because Kofi's the black guy. Vince doesn't like black guys in this certain spot. So, yeah, I had to chuckle. I'm not going to lie. I had to chuckle. But then I stopped to think about it. Okay, this this is going to work out for Kofi because Kofi no is, doubt. Go, is going to be in WrestleMania yeah. wrestling whoever wins this match, it no might matter be, what. It might be a triple threat. It might be a triple it's threat. Not gonna be fine, Kev- it's not going to be him versus Kevin, Kevin Owens. It's one on one. No, so it's either going to be Daniel Bryan or somehow as much going to screw as much as I love Kevin threat. Owens, it's got to be Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. It has to be in a one on one match. You and Kofi's got one go triple over. threat, and I know you love the triple threat matches. Wink, wink. No, no, no. You guys always <laughs> say that I love the triple threat matches. They're not actually what I love. You, that's that's something you guys put I said, on me. Wink, wink. Okay, man. Damn. <laughs> It's going right. to be Kofi versus be Daniel Kofi Bryan, versus and Kofi's Bryan. going over at WrestleMania, and that might we'll be the open. It might we'll be the see. opening match. It seems like an opening match to me at WrestleMania. <sighs> okay, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it, it hasn't happened. This is a feel because they like. They this like is get, going to be probably the second big. If they pull this off, Becky Lynch winning is going to be easily the biggest. They pop. like the second biggest pop should be Kofi. They like doing WrestleMania matches. The first match of WrestleMania always seems to be the biggest feel-good match. I, I agree, actually. Of Like when AJ Styles beat Shane McMahon, when Zack Ryder won in that seven-man ladder match or whatever. That's what I they like. haven't turned white from that, by the way. That's what? You don't remember that? Never mind. We'll talk no, about it. No, that's, that's how they like to kick WrestleMania off, right? Right. Go ahead. Uh, I... I always love seeing Kevin Owens. He's, I didn't know he was my favorite till he just was one day. It was one of those types of things. Like he's that t- totally untraditional type of guy that I didn't think I'd love, but I do. But he, he also kind of, so I was a little taken back by the whole, how face he was being that whole night. He was being super face and that I don't trust him 
as a character. But, that, but that's the go- that's oh, no, the no, gold about exactly. it. Exactly, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So I'm sitting back, like, okay, no, I'm gonna love this. Yeah, he's gonna, you're waiting for him does, to put the knife in the back. He's he's kind of like Jericho, you know, uh, their their team aside, in the sense that he's always he's sneaky. He's always doing whatever he needs to do or wants to do, and he'll play whatever part he has to to get there. And that's part of the character, not just him as a person so i love to come back and i i i'm fishy that bad things are going to happen and i like it i uh, wish that I, had, I wish i would have seen it live but <laughs> seeing it not live i'm it was so good it's it was good. so well done i'll say this and then we can go to the uh odds and ends I'm going to put you on blast for, for 30 seconds for the guy that hates new day and now likes this angle I don't, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, no, 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 go fuck, ahead. fuck, fuck off. Here we go. No, what you mean fuck off? No, what I hate about, what I hate about New Day is the goofiness and the non-seriousness about it. Okay. What I've always said is I wish they could get some, I wish they could have something behind them that made them act serious, that like made this. them act angry. And when Kevin Owens came out, Big E, like my boy Vice texted me, looked like his veins were about to pop out of his arm. Xavier Woods was upset, and Kofi legitimately, as an actor, looked sad. So that's something serious that they get behind. That I don't hate New Day. I don't hate the. I don't hate the wrestlers. I don't hate the gimmick. What I hate is how. Oh goofy. no, you hate the gimmick. You hate no. the gimmick. The, well, the because pancakes, the gimmick. The pan, the, because the, but that's oh, the, the gimmick. pancake olive branch the, that they uh, gave look, out last week. Yeah, I hate gimmick. that. That's that was the awesome. Gimmick. No, that wasn't awesome. That, that was, was awesome. stupid. They, okay, they, that's what I'm they talking should be about. Guys, and I was entertained. I, I'll tell you what. What bothered me a little bit this week about hmm. the New Day hmm. was when Big E kept saying 11 years, 11 years, because that's not what wrestling should be. It shouldn't be how long have I been trying for a championship. It should be how do I win a championship. What they should have said was... What Biggie should have said was he won the gauntlet match. He won the gauntlet match. Is that not part of the story? Yeah, but is that Biggie not what you didn't said say last it. week? But Biggie didn't say okay. it. Listen, I'm not making a big deal about this. You brought it up. No, and what I, I'm I, saying and is, I was going to bring it up last week, and I didn't get a chance to, so I want to bring it up this what week. What I'm saying is I don't hate the actors or the wrestlers, except for Xavier Woods. What I hate, <laughs> what I, what I hate is how goofy they are in the face of seriousness. Like They should be trying to win... They should be trying to win championships. And what I really liked about that segment that led off Raw was that Big E and Xavier were so psyched for their dude that was getting a a championship match. And that made me think that these guys should be in a main event angle. Okay. And now and we can close it out this way. I'll just retort for 30 seconds. They are excited about championships. It's just the tag team championships. That's the difference. Yeah, but I I want them in the main Booking. event. I, I Booking. think they I think they Booking. should I think they should Booking. be involved in the main event angle. Booking. And now they are, and, and I'm cool with it. And, and, and okay. And I think Kofi Kingston. I'll say it right now. I think Kofi Kingston is going to win the belt at WrestleMania. Pancakes are going to drop from the sky. Uh, that would be awful. <laughs> That'll do for our three counts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about our third sponsor of the evening, F&B Eatery on 3453 Southampton Boulevard. It's part of our Southampton Mafia. No pancakes dropping from the sky, but they Damn. do have breakfast sandwiches. Uh, Tinder Mahal was there this afternoon. He called me uh before on the way to the podcast, told me he was ordered up a couple burgers, <laughs> some fries, toasted raviolis, brownie. It's not all for him, so let's not make Whatever. him seem out. No, it it was not. I, I laughed at first. It. Look, sure, I, I would have smashed those smash burgers. Trust me, if it's me and you catch me on maybe the Sunday that's coming up, that's apparently oh, yeah. like the next Snowmageddon. Yeah. I would not be surprised if I called up and said, "Hey, Mike." Mike is the proprietor of oh. F&B Eatery. Yes, we're on a first name, name basis. Yeah, because that's my brother. I, I can name drop. Hey, Mike, it's your boy JCB. I'm getting ready to come through before all this big snow happens and pick up a couple of burgers. Can we make that happen? Of course you can. You can make that happen. They're part of, you can do it on uh, to-goes. Obviously, you can sit in and eat. If I'm not mistaken, they are part of, um, what is that? Help me out. Um not DoorDash, but the other one. 
Oh, uh, Postmates. Postmates. Post, no, 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 no. Uber no. Eats. Uber Eats. Thank you. The part of Uber Eats as well. So, yes, if you are shut down, God forbid, and you can't come out, come out they can come to you. Check them out. F&B 3453 Southampton. You can tell I'm just banned from ringside, sent you. Hey, can I say that um, when you weren't here and, and Bill had to do the F&B eatery uh, oh, spot, it. he was real nervous. Why? He was real nervous. I went to F&B the other day. And they were so busy, there was no seats in there. And that's what you got to know about the F&B eatery <laughs> is that it was noon on a Saturday and that place was filled up. That's how that's how good that place is. So go get yourself an F&B eatery, guys. Tell them the band from Ringside Center. This is band from Ringside. All right, we've got some odds and ends. It's been a, I feel like it's been a long time since we had enough time to do some odds and ends. And yes. right now we probably only have about 15 minutes. Oh, plenty of time. Yeah, Sam gives the nines plenty of time. Well, at least 15 So, minutes. Ronda Rousey laid down her belt in front of Stephanie. Let's in, do a tournament, baby! In, in a pretty good angle. Let's do a tournament. That would be... Becky came out and got case. mad. I, I don't want a tournament. I want... Come on! Ronda's going to keep it. The only... I, you know what? Everybody hates Ronda's promos, and I hate Ronda's promos, too. I was getting ready to say. <laughs> but I, 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 figured, I figured out what's wrong with him, though. What's wrong with him? She talks too fast. And too like much. She, she gets too nervous. It's like the way I was the other night. No, no, I agree. In front of the Eric Bischoff crowd. It's oh. like I felt like I talked too fast. But you did way better than Rhonda. So thank you. Way better. Okay, but that's. But uh, go ahead. Go it, ahead. She, she, I, I agree though. She does get kind of caught up in the moment while she's talking. And so she starts. Yeah, you have to okay, And she, she ends okay. But that whole long ass process between the beginning and the end of her promos exactly. is just pointless. Just say a few things and and be done with it because her tweets are super short, sweet, and to the point and they're kind of corny, but she's still in a good attack mode and if she could just apply that to the microphone. I just I, I, I challenge any one of us oh, to I, try to cut a promo in front of 10,000 people. I'll do it right Anybody. now. Yeah, I'll do it Call right Call him up, now. Sam. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Hey, call up what we go, Chaffin Center? Let's yes, sir. Go, okay, let's load it up. Uh, so I had this great idea. be eatery at noon on a Saturday. I had a, I had this great idea the other day that while watching Finn Balor versus Leo Rush, that oh, they should do some sort of King of the Ring thing with main event stars, but in front of the full sale crowd, and that's how you would do King of the Ring. So you could have like Finn Balor versus Leo Rush and let them guys just burn the house down for like 20, 25 minutes in front of the full sale crowd. Because the full sale the full sale crowd would give both of those guys everything they had. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they freaked me out on NXT okay, this week. I guess bit, <laughs> they were brutal they, at the beginning. I mean, they Dog the shit out of Johnny Gargano, yes, but that's why I, that's why I like full sale. Johnny Be, failure, okay. I mean, just savage and death, and nobody is safe. Yeah. Anyway, I I get the idea. Like matches, I like the though. idea. Oh yeah. I just no, I, I like it. I guess my, the biggest question is who's going to be in this King of the Ring tournament. Finn Balor just seems too high to me. Leo you Rush. Th- you don't think you could name eight guys that could I'm be not in saying, the no, 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 King no, of the no, Ring? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you can – there's a bunch of guys in this locker room that they don't even use. Mojo Riley is the, one of the first guys that's just even popping up in my head because it's, I'm closing my eyes and I see Mojo Riley. I haven't seen him in two weeks since he's talked in the mirror. So, I mean, yeah, you can use guys <laughs> of his ilk to, to, to build them up and then have them to be the king of the you ring. You always use him as a guy that okay, I like. Okay, man, look, then uh, <laughs> Apollo Crews. How about that? Apollo Crews uh, okay. is a great one. He would be a great I, one. I think Mojo Riley is a great one, okay, too. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It depends on who you're – So we're four guys there. Okay. Finn Balor, No, Leo Finn Rush. Balor is the intercontinental champion. He's past the king of the ring. The king Dude, of the Booker ring T is a one ste- king of the ring. It's a after stepping been- stone on the way up. What you've done outside of WWE doesn't doesn't matter. Booker it has King- never no, happened. No, yeah, it Bo- does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Booker King, one king Booker of the ring. King. Booker King. <laughs> I guess I was get mi- that on a clip. I was mis- get I was that on a clip. I was mixing up Booker T Washington. <laughs> Whatever. No, you get are with Martin Luther you King. With Martin Luther King. Sorry, guys, I'm a racist. I mixed up. <laughs> oh my god. 
This quiz going south. Booker T. It's been it's won. been real, everybody. He won King of the Ring. <laughs> Booker T won King of the Ring after he had already been champion plenty matter. of times. So you're if you're saying that Finn Balor is not is too big for a King of the Ring tournament, I don't think you understand what he's King been of the, the Ring tournament champion. is. He's been the Intercontinental Champion. He is too big for this spot. Period. Give me you, you, you. like you're Why, totally what? missing the point. This is completely. This is totally no, the, Jason. The, the, like the you missed the point. Is, no, from the, the point beginning, is to get somebody just, over that is not supposed to be getting over. Oh, I, I shouldn't say supposed to be getting over. That needs help to get over. Let me look We've up already, King of the Ring champions. By all means, knock yourself out. That yeah. doesn't matter. Let me look it up. The point is, is to use this as a springboard to go to the next level. I think you're Where, thinking it, of the European champion, bro. Is that not the same thing? It's a mid-card status at best. Let's not act like Vince has not Keep already talking, said. So no, by up. all means, I can talk about this all night long. <laughs> Let's not act like Vince hasn't already said that what you've done outside of the WWE doesn't matter. Everybody that, has, that can even agree with Vince says this. That's why the knock against Finn Balor is running around. Shinsuke Nakamura, anybody that's New Japan ilk, sure. or oh, this guy is, you know, or he can't do what the, the WWE, he didn't do what Keep WWE going. does, blah, blah, blah. So all I'm <laughs> saying is it's the same damn thing apply the aspect God of damn, this is a really long wikipedia page well shit hurry up motherfucker <laughs> all i'm saying is let's not act like this the king of the ring is bigger big oh. as the universal title as the wwe title it's the springboard to something else I'm surprised you don't get that above all people. It's about building new said, stars. I just and said, Stone Cold oh. is a King of the Ring winner. And what happened? You springboard him until he became Stone Cold Steve Austin. He caused Austin 316 at King of the Ring. It's the springboard. Don't act like it's it's oh, like uh, oh, the listen, New Japan Cup listen. that's getting ready to come up. All that's going to be a saying, shot for the championship. Okay. All I was saying, man, is it be nice to have like an eight-person tournament at full sale with some main event people, that'd be a way to get a bunch of guys yeah. over. Give me those it'd also, guys. It'd also be a fun way to watch Leo Rush versus... The reason I brought this up is because it'd be a fun way to watch Finn Balor versus Leo Rush do like 25 minutes. Because that was actually a half... That was a pretty exciting match. It was oh, just super yeah, short. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. yeah, but the problem is you could probably go on YouTube and find something oh, well, like yeah. that. Well, yeah. Well, there ain't no problem, Jason. There's not always a problem with something. Like, Ooh, you just say look that... Look at mad. You can just say <laughs> that... He shut cool. the king of the ring shit down. He didn't have... Couldn't find what he wanted. And now he mad. He mad, boss. Yeah, man, he mad, boss. He mad, boss. I miss you, Zach. He, he mad, boss. Don't be mad because I'm right. It happens a lot. You know what? You know what's... If that? I was you, I hate me too. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, so, you know what's you interesting. It. What's similar about what you're saying, though, is that apparently the women's tag team championships are going to be three brands. It's going to be I, NXT, I, SmackDown, like and Raw. I do Dare too. I, say, I love that idea. I do too, man. I actually think it's a great idea. And they called out girls on NXT, and obviously this week's NXT looked like they were just tag, trying to build tag, tag team, team divisions. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And I'll say except this, for Aaliyah. Ultimately. Who is? She's fine as fuck, but yeah. dude, get out of here. No, she. But she needs. She's been around forever. No, now, she though. needed Vanessa Bourne to to she help needs her Carmella. out. Someone needs to be her anchor. She's green. Vanessa Bourne is as good as you're going to get right now. She was on so breaking ground in like fucking 2012. <laughs> she was training then. Like she ain't green no more, dude. She's green to WWE. How about that? All right. Kevin Owens used the stunner as a finisher this week on SmackDown. Kevin Owens has always said that Stone Cold is his favorite wrestler. Uh, there's a famous story about Kevin Owens meeting Steve Austin in a in an airport, and Steve Austin said, whatever you do, just keep talking all the time. Just keep talking. And Kevin Owens... He's notorious for that shit now. He talks throughout his entire matches, not to other wrestlers, to the crowd. He just keeps talking. He just talks and talks and talks. So him using a stunner as a finisher reminds me of when Daniel Bryan first used the running knee as a finisher. I think it was at SummerSlam, and I think it was against Randy Orton to win the match. But whenever he won it, 
whenever the first time he used the running knee as a finisher, I remember nobody knew that it was his finisher. It was like he brought the finisher out of nowhere. And then it was established from then. It was confusing at the time. But after that, it was established as his finisher. Are you okay with the stunner? Like the way that Owens did it, the way that Owens did it on Tuesday night was the Stone Cold stunner. He kicked the guy in the stomach. He stunned him. Are you okay with somebody else using the stunner as a finisher? Yes. Because at this point, elbow drops and shit have been just regular moves that turn into and and so on and so on. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, there was the pedigree with Seth Rollins. And then now so who else? Who's the chick that uses it now? The chick that uses like a variation of the pedigree now, I think on NXT. But I, I don't, especially for a guy like Kevin Owens being the one to do it. I don't hate it. Like, so what? Let them use it. Like, it's a throwback. It's, I think there's there's nothing but good to come of it, honestly. It surprised me when he did it because it was just so right field. I would have liked it where it's used on Austin because it, it just has more impact. But, I mean, if, if he doesn't use it all the time as a regular yeah, move, if, it, then if cool. this is just, a, you know, a shout out, you know, to, uh, to uh, Stone Cold, I don't have a problem with that. I just don't want him to use it all the time. Yeah, ultimately, just what if it's the pop up power bomb? If you go on frog splash off the top, whatever you, KO's got plenty of moves to go with. I don't want this to be his next finish. I agree. Yeah. I certainly like the idea of a big time wrestler like Kevin Owens having more than one finisher, being it the pop up power bomb or the stunner. And for now, it's always been the pop up power bomb, which is a finisher that requires a lot from the guy that taking taking it yeah you got you have to jump up and obviously take the bump right that's that's always been my problem with ko's finisher from now on from now back but having the stunner as a finisher i'm a big fan of just because they're my two favorite wrestlers of all time and if they if there has to be some synchronicity between those two <laughs> motherfuckers that i love so up. much no, I think it's cool that, like, it's been a long time since somebody used the stunner. I mean, actually, it's... Other than uh, the Eclipse, which is fucking epic. Well, there's versions of the stunner. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. RKO is a version of the stunner. stunner no, that, no, that's, that's a, a diamond cutter. Yeah, that's I was going to say that that's more of a But it's all, it's all derivative of uh, John Laurinaitis's... Like the neck breaker. The neck breaker that John Laurinaitis invented back in Japan in the 70s or whatever. It's that's all cool. part of that. But... I like that KO's using the stunner. I and hate it. There's not a whole lot of guys, as much as I revere Stone Cold Steve Austin, not a whole other, a lot of other guys that could use no, that, it, that I'd be cool with. No, I mean, it's I, same. I popped when he did it. So, I mean, as I, mean, I will officially tip my hat to WWE this week. I can't shit on it as much as I would like to. I can't shit on it. Mark it was down. a Here good we go. week. Put this down in the history books, guys. Yeah, this write this down in, yeah. the, in that... It's more, it was more good than bad, clearly. Charlotte had a great fucking promo. I, I mean, did. it was it, it was, was so heel. great. It was so heelish. It was sickening Honky to watch. Tonk it was man so great as a Hall of Famer. What do you think? Apparently, I must have missed that part. Uh, he turned it down in 2013 because I tweeted that I was, and my tweet was basically that it, I'm surprised this didn't happen earlier. This should have happened earlier. And someone, and I can't remember who tweeted this to me, but it, whoever it is, I, I'm going to give you credit. Looked up your tweet? No, I tweeted it as <laughs> it was uh, announced on whatever. I think it was on Raw on Monday night. And he, apparently he had turned it down in 2013 because he went to a Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, yeah, my man. So I guess this kind of shows where it ranks in the honky talks life and how and why it took so long again this next time around five or six years for people to do it back again for people my age i was born in 1979 for people my age um when i talk to people that don't watch wrestling anymore and they're like hey you do a wrestling podcast they're like the second name out of their mouth Maybe the third name out of their mouth. It's usually Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, the Honky Tonk Man. The Honky Tonk Man is indelible in people's minds. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he awesome. Had, he had a four hundred 
plus Rain is the the mid card champion. I it's mean, it's also just a character. He was that, a great asshole. It's just, oh yeah, it's just a character. Uh, let's let's not misunderstand. Rain, it wasn't like he was Ric Flair or oh no, but no, he, he, he was better than like his that. gimmick. The character, he was he better than his gimmick. Around him, he yeah. did not. He did not have a. Why. He did not have a great career outside of WWE at all. Nope. He did not. He was not a great work rate guy nope. at all. <laughs> but he was. was even when he lost the match, that was like what. 30 seconds. <laughs> but like in, I mean, it was a character that was indelible in people's minds. And um, as somebody who believes that the WWE Hall of Fame means nothing, he deserves it. Yeah, no, yeah, he, for sure. No, just for the fact of holding a championship for that long, modern day, it's an accomplishment to itself. You he know why he, to get him. You know why he probably turned it down all those years ago? Because he was like, hey, at least everybody at Comic-Con will sit there and listen to me talk the whole time. <laughs> and shit, not dude. leave the arena. This everybody but John Cena. <laughs> hey, guys, we have a bunch of birthdays this week. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Alive! You sure? Alive. I saw him on Monday night. 66. Norman Smiley is Norman Smiley is 54. Yeah. That's Jason's older brother. Mike Tanay. <laughs> you. I got hair. Mike Tanay is 64. Booker T, that's Jason's twin brother, is 54. <laughs> Whoa. Him and Norman Smiley are the exact same age. They're twins. Big E. We are twins. <laughs> Big E, Jason's twin, is 33. The fuck, man? <laughs> Emma is 30. Kyle O'Reilly is 32. Deborah is 59. R.I.P. Lance Cade. He's not dead. Lance Cade. Lance Cade, R.I.P., would have been 38. Oh. Justin Gabriel is 38. Where is that motherfucker? He's on Twitter. Back in South Africa. Uh, Hanson from the War Raiders is 35. Dalton Castle is 33. Mr. Kennedy. Anderson is 43. R.I.P. And Jesus. Val Venus oh, from, my, from my favorite from my favorite faction of all time. Pee-pee chop. Uh, <laughs> right to censor is 48. Hey, everybody. We know there's a ton of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys listening to our podcast for Shock City Studios. Check. For Sam the Mall or Mall. This is now. Check. For JJ Twigs on Southampton. For Soul Taco. Check. For FMB Eatery. Check. For Schlafly Beer. Check. For Murray the Murray Man Murray. For Check. Two Beers. Zach Bowman. Half Fun in Iceland. For Jason Cornelius Bell. I Check. am Jobber Craft. <laughs> <laughs> he killed it on that one. And everybody, boo the heels. <laughs> 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 Chopper crap. <laughs> it's that nine to five time